Hi everyone, you are now listening to episode 12 of the No Shame In My Name podcast. I'm your host Juliana and today we're joined by a special guest. Hello. Hey Ella. That sounded so happy. (laughs) (laughs) How have you been? It's good to have you. I'm good. I think I sounded overly happy because I am happy to be on here. I can't believe it's 12 episodes. Well done man. I know, I know. Thank you, man. How have you been? Actually, introduce yourself to the people. Like, you do a lot of things and you know a lot of people, my ad. So. See, I'm so crap at introducing myself because it's it's such a deep... I think it's such a deep question because it's like, who are you? What's your purpose in life kind of thing? Um, well, at least I, I make it that deep and it probably doesn't need to be. So, yeah, I am Elom. Um, I work in the creative industry in events and okay. um, event production, etc. Um, okay. born and raised in London, South East London to be specific, uh, my family, my parents from Ghana and yeah, what else does one say about oneself? <laughs> yeah. So, um, I run a music platform with, um, three other ladies called Selective Hearing where we, I'm sure Ding's, um, spoke about this, but we mm-hmm. literally just share our love of music with as many people as, as possible, as many people who will listen. Um, and yeah, it's literally us loving music and and sharing that love of music. So yeah, I do selective hearing, um, and I've been doing that for five years now as like a little side hobby. Well, welcome. It's a pleasure to have you on. Thank you. Pleasure to be on. And yeah, the first question is, Elom. You introduce yourself as Elom. I know you as L. Yes. <laughs> What name are you bringing to the podcast? So I am bringing Elom to the podcast, my first name. So why? Why Why did you choose to bring that name? Um, well, I mean, it, it's, it's my first name and I, it's, I feel like this conversation that there, there could be a few contradictions on my side, but you, you'll, you'll find out, I guess, when, when you ask some more questions, but, um, I'm bringing Elom to the, to the podcast because it's my first name and I guess my identity to some extent. And I love my name. So why not? Um, what does your, do you know the meaning behind? Yeah, of course. So, um, as I mentioned, my parents are from Ghana and my dad is from a tribe. It's called Ever, but, um, people who aren't Ever say Ewe. And this is like um, northern part of Ghana. Um, yeah, so it, it's he gave me the name Elom, and it means God loves me in Ever. Wow, that's a that's a new fact for me because I was out here calling it Ewe. <laughs> yeah, I mean even Ghanaians say Ewe, but it's it's actually Ever. There'll be some fight in the comments if there are any um, Ewe or Ever people following you on on the on the gram. But it's Ever. <laughs> Get it right, people. Cool. And do you know the story behind your name? Do you know why your dad chose this name in particular? Um, no, that's a very interesting question. My so my my older brother is called Dalali, and that means um, oh, um, he saves or, or savior. Um, my uh-huh. sister is called Kafui, and that means praise. So he, I guess, um, in in the ever culture, that the man always names names the children so there, there isn't much of a story behind behind my name being god loves me it's it's just i guess something my my parents discussed as an ever name and and, and liked it so wanted to follow through with my, my brother and sister having having ever names so i guess that is the extent of it i, I will ask though because this is very 
uh, this is, these are my thoughts. I, I've never actually asked my dad, oh, so what did you and mum, like, what, what were you sitting down thinking about when you came up with my name exactly? So I don't know. It's something to ask them for sure. So the meaning, you say it means God loves me. Yes. Have you ever had a moment in your life where the meaning has been exemplified? Like, have you ever had like a God loves me moment that is very significant that you can share? I wouldn't say hugely significant. Um, I would say that being a Christian in in the world that we live in, sometimes you, you do forget that, that God loves you because you're you're tempted to and fro and, and you're, you're doing, you're busy, you're, you're living life. And, and sometimes if you're not completely, um, taking the time to just sit down and reflect on God's love, it can be really, really difficult. So there are times where I do need to like, be like, wait, hold on, <laughs> your name is Elom and it means God loves you. And you just need to remember that. So there are several moments I wouldn't call them necessarily like hugely significant, but there are moments where I do need to just kind of just slow down, reflect and remember that my name means God loves me and he does. Absolutely. Have you always, so you mentioned at the beginning that you, you lo- I guess you love your first name mm. and you rightly should, isn't it? Yes. Amazing name, amazing meaning. But have you always loved your name? What's, what's funny is that at home, no one actually calls me Elom. <laughs> so my dad calls me Nom. There is no really that at all. There is no meaning. It's just a nickname. He's called me that since I was young. He says Nom. Obviously, unless there's like a serious issue that we need to discuss, then that it's Elom. But most of the time, it's Nom. Um, my mum calls me my middle name, which is Ajoa. Um, my mum mm-hmm. calls me EZ or E or Easy. That is pretty much it. Like no one usually, except my sister. Like she calls me Elom. But most most people don't call me Elom. Um, um, <laughs> being truthful. I, I only mention that story only because I don't actually hear Elom that much. Um, but when I was in, I, oh, there was a time when I was in, yeah, three, yeah, four. I remember I was from um, Grenada. I wasn't actually from Ghana. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure. Because it wasn't cool to be from any African country. And there was no one in my primary school who was um, Ghanaian or Nigerian. It was it was a very diverse school, apart from having Nigerian or Ghanaian um, uh, what do you call them? <laughs> colleagues. What do you call them? Uh, fellow students. I, they were like Pakistani, Jamaican, um, all parts of the Caribbean. So I was from Grenada, and I actually didn't know too tough how to say Grenada. I think I said Grenada, so I said I was Grenadian, and my name was Elon. So that was a long time, and the only memory of me not loving my name because there were no other in my year or in my class anyway, there were no other, um, West African students. So it was always just, yeah, I'm from Granada and my name is Elon. And I remember this girl being like, no, you ain't. (laughs) She wasn't American, but I just remember her saying, no, you ain't. Uh, that was the last time. I think ever since then I was like, yeah, I'm Elon and I'm from Ghana. Oh my gosh, I'm here, Christian. Um, with your name being shortened, like, yeah. or I guess you being given nicknames, mm. coming to certain spaces, like whether it's professional, like introducing yourself, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do you have, like, introduce yourself as Elom, or um, do you go with like a shortened version? Like, I know you as L, so yeah. you introduce yourself. So, or... I think in the industry working, like creative industries, it's it's always so chill, and 
yeah, pretty much everyone calls me L. I'll introduce myself initially as Elom, but I'll say like you can call me L or like I won't I don't think I actually say you can call me L. It just kind of comes mm. up and people start calling me L. And I I kind of like it because it breeds this kind of familiarity and there's no awkwardness. It's like we are now counterparts. There's no um barriers or awkwardness it's just hey l and it's like oh yeah that's my cody like do you know what i mean like that's that's my colleague but you're my you're like i don't know how to describe it but the best way i can describe it is that it, it just breeds familiarity to me and i like that um being like a bit of a social body just i think it comes that comes into play because it's just like l breaks down barriers mm. and any boundaries and any fronts it's just hey l is chill do you know what i mean I do remember in secondary school, um, supply teachers had immense trouble saying Elom. Um, when it, when I'd like, cause my name was always at the end. My surname begins with Zed. They'd get to my name and be like stuttering, sweating, stumbling, and finally come out with Elom. And that boils my blood. I know it is an easy mistake to make, but I can't stand that. Um, so I'd be quick to be like, it's actually Elom. <laughs> eh? Lom, not hard. Um, but yeah, seeing the panic on teachers' faces was just like, bruh, <laughs> please, please calm down. It's, it's not, it's not all that serious. But yeah, so in the creative space and at work and everything like that is, it's L, and I'm, I'm chill with that. Oh. That's interesting. Teachers, you think mispronounce or I don't know. Of course, like people are human, mm. but it's so the two syllable. I guess maybe I'm being ignorant because I hadn't heard your name is very unique yeah. I, I i don't know long called Elon. so but yeah it's just interesting like the comparisons people with long names get the stutterings and mm. people, people with short names get the get the stutterings on their names yes yeah, it's just cool. but like in school did they shorten it or did was it always Elon? no in school it was definitely Elon. okay so at what point did shortening become a thing was it when you entered the like started your career yeah absolutely when um so I used to follow my brother to work and he works in the creative industry as well and people would be like oh you're right Del and his his full name is not Del but and then I think they'd they'd like see me and he'd be like oh this is my sister Elom and they'd be like oh Del and Elle so it kind of kind of started like that I wouldn't like place people calling me Elf on that but it was definitely like this, as I mentioned, like the familiarity and the, like, as soon as you meet someone, oh, we're buddies now, like, oh, L, George, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Like, it's just very, yeah. very comfortable. And it definitely started when I, I started following my brother um, in like creative events and, and and jobs like that. People would just be like, oh, Del and L. And then once I broke away from my brother and, and forged my own path in life, <laughs> it just kind of carried on because like, his colleagues who'd like move on from his job um, from his workplace mm-hmm. would they'd know me as L so it kind of just flew from that basically you've mentioned before like your Ghanaian heritage mm-hmm. you're from the area. I like to say people I don't like to use the word tribe mm. ask me later I've got a whole thesis on this interesting but um what's it called when you go back home mm-hmm. to Ghana do people know you as Elon or do they shorten it or is there anything like surrounding your name that's interesting no, or was it just no? You know, I mean, they'll because I spend most of my time, the majority of my time, I spend in Accra. So if I say, "Oh, I'm Elom," they'll be like, "Oh, she's an Ever girl or an Ewe girl." Like they'll know 
my where my dad's from immediately but it, where okay. my my dad lives now it's it's not a thing like he lives in the northern part of Ghana and if I say I'm Elam they're like oh okay <laughs> like cool oh, okay. let's keep it pushing yeah. um yes yeah, so mm-hmm. when I go back home there's no significance um mm-hmm. in my name no one's like oh that's a beautiful name like they do here it's just <laughs> it's, it's as common as being called Sarah I guess but th- does that make you I guess I, I feel like I'm asking basic questions but what I mean like does that make you does that do you notice a difference not not in the sense that people like are familiar with the name mm. but does it do something to you like in knowing that you don't have to explain or or correct people I don't know what I'm trying to say. I don't know. No, what I'm trying to I completely understand your question as as compared to being living in the West, where people are just like so intrigued by your name. No, I, if I'm being completely honest, it, I don't feel any kind of way. It's interesting just hearing people's different interactive names, like each guest brings something different. For some, it's like my name is my name. Like call me by my name. Mm. For others, it's like, I'll teach you how to say my name. Yeah. Don't take the mic. Do you so know what's, like, what's funny? Yeah. And I, I kind of wanted to um, get your perspective on this. So I I was thinking about this the other day, just listening to some of the um, some of your podcasts. And I am thinking about like how I genuinely feel. And if I if I wanted to free the realness, if mm-hmm. the government, like we, we become this dystopian society tomorrow and the government say, everyone, you're not allowed to be called your names. You're going to be called X one two x one four like you're going to be given numbers as names i that wouldn't of course i'd like be weird and freaky and crazy however if my name was to be xw1 tomorrow that wouldn't have any change in my personality or who i am or how i interact or behave or how i view the world do you know what i mean like i would still know that god loves me and i would be gucci so I, I do often think I I don't understand sometimes the significance mm-hmm. that people place on their names when if your name is stripped away from you, nothing else is stripped away from you. Do you know what I mean? My family still loves mm-hmm. me. I'm still in the same job. I'm still earning X, Y, Z in my account. I'm still eating right. I'm still, do you know what I mean? Like nothing else changes so I, I did. I did want to hear your perspective on why you think people place such emphasis on names. And I mean, you you clearly do because that's why I created this mm-hmm. podcast, and it's beautiful and it's great hearing other people's names. But if your name wasn't to be your name and you were to be given a number, what mm-hmm. would change? Do you know what I mean? Do you know what? That's such a good. That's an amazing question. And I think yeah, you know that example that you gave of this dystopian society arising mm-hmm. is that would you still know that God loves you because you already know that you had that name before, if that makes sense? Absolutely, because not everyone has the name God loves me. It is a really nice, gentle reminder if ever I'm in doubt. However, there are mm-hmm. reminders. Right. Okay, and okay, okay. people don't need to be called Elon to remember that God loves them sincerely. And I, I don't know, but um, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I just wanted to hear your perspective on that. No, I absolutely hear your point. Like, of course, not every situation is the name. Mm. So, like, attached to one's character or one's purpose, et cetera, et cetera. But I do think that as human beings, and even, like, people be naming cats and dogs, like, but 
I'm just start with human beings. I think when when it comes to naming, like I don't know how to explain it. I think like names provide this extra layer to yeah. someone's personhood. So being called a number, like to me, that just strips one away from who they are as a person. Like I think of when people are incarcerated, they get, I guess, given like some sort of code to suggest that they've been institutionalized in that way. I think somehow it's so that the people up above can just look at them as like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I feel like it takes away an element, not to say that all names are instrumental in like one's character. Like you could be named something. It doesn't mean that the meaning of the name plays a role in your life. But I think names do have that, um, that thing that sets us apart, like a number wouldn't be enough. That's that's just where I'm No, I hear that. That's a really good example to talk about incarceration. As you're talking, um, not to be another person that mentions um, Kuta Kente. So like, what's your name? He's like, my name is Kuta or whatever. It's like, no, your name yeah, is yeah, yeah. And that, that scene is only, is only powerful, not just because they're whipping him, but it's even more powerful because he is so strong and in the idea or in the in the knowledge that his name means so much more than yes. than to be called a Toby. See, he's like, I'm not mm-hmm. adhering to your Western ways. My 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 name is is Kuta Kente, and I'm not changing that for anyone. What is this rasp that's mm-hmm. going on here? Um, yeah, so <laughs> that's a good point. It's it's a very. I feel like people could have this discussion and debate. I think it's so important to, as you're doing exploring. Um, the reasons why names are so important or why some people might feel that they're not. So yeah, thank you for no, that example. That's a good question you asked. And sorry to just go back onto that, yeah. I think of Daniel in the Bible. Mm. He was given a name. So basically in order to become accustomed to I think Babylonian society, he was given a new name. Ooh, and I think yeah. that in itself is significant. Mm-hmm. The fact that was we know him as Daniel but I, f- I forgot what name he was given, but... It was Belshazzar? Think, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah because Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, they all had to change their name as well. I can't remember. It was like Mishael, uh, Azariah. I remember it because I really like the name Azariah. Um, but yeah, they all had to change their name. But girl, this isn't about me and my thoughts. <laughs> Although it's very like important and I appreciate it. Um, so with that being said, um, what do you want people to know about your name? If anything at all, like if there's one thing that you wanted people to know about names, I guess, or your name in particular, what would that thing be? Um, what do I want people? You actually uh, prepared me for this question, but I, I did not prepare myself. Um, <laughs> what do I want people to know? I, I guess off the dome and what we've, we've been discussing, if, if people are to like utter my name and not know the meaning but listening to this, hear, hear what it means to know that God loves them. I mean, yeah, that's 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 what I'd want them to take away, and like kind of dis- disassociate my me from that, and just know that God loves them. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and and Ghana is is on top all day, every day. Yeah, so you now raising your Ghanaian <laughs> your <Ghanian-ness. laughs> sweet and we have reached we have reached the end of the podcast Elle I can't believe it yeah I enjoyed it you know how I've like been smiling all- yeah no I'm smiling too I think I feel like people whenever I'm on the phone to someone they're like wait are you smiling right now because they can totally hear that I'm smiling um 
I think it's quite obvious. <laughs> so I'm yeah, gonna I'm with with that. actually do you have socials? Do you wanna shout you wanna shout out? Uh no. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not an influencer. <laughs> I'm not that girl. <laughs> Follow Jesus. Come on, where can people find you? I mean that sounds weird. Yeah, there's I I don't post anything interesting. But if you want to, it's Echo Alpha Zulu. But follow Selective Hearing. Hey. Yeah. You want to listen to some new music that you haven't heard before or some old vibes to 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 vibes to, then head over to Selective Hearing Official on Instagram. Thank you for listening to the No Shame in My Name podcast. Until the next time. Bye.